Hey everybody, we are Jess and Susan and we created this podcast, Handling Life Together, for women in their 20s to grow through what they go through. We believe that you are the expert in your life and we're going to explore some juicy topics to help you feel inspired, get clarity and gain inner stability. Join us to explore this journey together. Hey everybody, uh, welcome back again to our podcast. Today is episode 11 and we're going to be talking about cultivating compassion. So this is a huge umbrella piece that both, well, I should speak for myself, not Susan, but I find really, really juicy and really important, not only on your own level of an individual treating yourself with compassion, but then when it branches out to others and then to the whole world and every piece in between that. So this is a really, really great conversation. I'm excited to dive on in. Um, And I just wanted to offer it up to you, Susan, to open up with what you see compassion as perhaps in your experience of it and the importance of it. Mm, Great question. Well, I think of it as um, that you're, you are walking next to someone with a big fat heart. <laughs> so like, it doesn't necessarily mean you know exactly what they're going through or you've been through it, but, but that you can be present and listen from your heart um, and and, and and I don't even think it means you have to, to agree, but to really listen and to stay open to what the other person is saying, what it is that they're going through, and to try and um, stretch yourself to understand and to come at whatever conversation you're in, whether it's in your own head with yourself or with the other person, to come at it from a really loving heartfelt place. Um, I, I know that like, um, I, I can't remember if it the Latin word or something that part of it is, um, around like being with someone in their suffering is mm. like, I've heard that translation. Um, should have looked that up. Can't remember, but anyway, um, yeah. And, and I don't think it, when, when I think of being with someone in their suffering, it doesn't mean that I have to suffer as well, mm-hmm. because I don't know that that's so helpful for each other. But, but I guess the thing I said in the beginning about like kind of coming at it from a really big heart and, and caring and listening and um, staying in a coming from a place of love, particularly if you disagree on something and it's kind of feeling heated to be able to keep coming back to that center of you. That's kind of off the top of my head without even thinking of it. Um, that's, that's kind of what comes to me. How about you? Yeah. Everything you said, that was brilliant. And what it brought my mind to and the place I went was that last piece you talked about is really coming back to that center, even in that heated moment. When you said that, I even thought about on my own 
individual level with myself. And it's a theme that there could be totally another episode. So listeners stay tuned for this, <laughs> but it's the theme of, of like trying to do something and then not being able to do it and then berating yourself for it. And then that moment in between, instead of the beration, like you're saying, it's that heated moment. And that could happen with yourself or someone else being able to like come back to that spot and be like, okay, I'm not going to, or I'm going to rephrase this actually. Cause I was about to say something that I was like, that's not quite what I mean. For me, it's coming back from that place and being gentle and being open and, and holding space for the anger, the disagreeableness, all of that, but coming from a place of love, like you're saying. And I'm really thinking about that on an individual level with myself because that's, to me, everything starts with that inner seating and that inner work. It's really create the relationship with myself that I want to express to those around me. And so that starts with compassion, I feel, because I need to listen to those, those parts that I might find harder within myself with compassion. Listen to the anger with compassion. Listen to the hurt with compassion. Listen to all of these pieces and hold them lovingly because when it's held in that way, I feel like there's an opportunity for growth. There's an opportunity for change. There's an opportunity to shift when it's kind of ignored or it's just like, Oh, that feels uncomfortable. No, that's a bad thing. And it's labeled. I feel like when it steps into that, it take, it makes it more stagnant and it makes it much more uncomfortable and stuck. And, and if we're talking about this and I am right now, if I'm talking about this on an individual scale, I feel like it really gets stuck in our bodies and it gets stuck maybe in the way we think rather than, and, and beginning like looping thoughts rather than allowing it to flow. And so I really feel like compassion is being able to love yourself and the situation and what's going on through it all and not trying to turn it off or tone it down or not look at it. But being like, ah, yes, this exists and I'm going to hold this with love. The love that is coming from my heart doesn't discriminate against what emotion is moving through me or what situation is going on. And so I kind of went off on a whole whole line of thought there, but looping it back to then relating to people out in the external world and relationally this is really important because then like you're saying, it can hold space to have a dis- like disagreeableness, which is actually really healthy. It's healthy to be just because we're all different. We all have different opinions. We all have different views and feelings. Mm-hmm. And so it's really healthy to be able to hold compassionate space for someone else's differences. And I think, as, as I said, I think it really roots within our relationship to ourselves and then being able to ah, yes, I'll hold this in a, in a conversation now as well. And so that's what comes up for me with compassion and, and what it is. And I, and I see it often. I'm curious to hear your thoughts on this, Susan. This is a thought that just came up. I think a lot of people and myself included have, have had a hard time being like, oh, but those harder times can't be loved. Like I, why would I, why could I allow space to love Uh, that anger, you know, like that anger is, is, it causes damage, let's say. Like I've heard people say that to me and I've also felt that in the past where I'm like, oh, that, that's a, again, back to that label, that's a bad thing. I don't want to look in that direction. 
So I'm curious about what, how you see maybe people who are having that thought process or going through that, like how could, how could we shift that relationship with compassion, if that makes sense? Yeah, great question. Well, the thing, I mean, the thing that comes to me is non-judgment. So for example, you mentioned anger. Well, anger is just anger. It's, it's not good or bad or right or wrong until we do something uh, bad with that. So for example, if I'm angry at you, Jess, and I say, Jess, I'm so angry, you know, blah, 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 blah. Um, and we have a conversation about it, then there's nothing, I mean, I know it might feel uncomfortable, but there's nothing bad about that. If I am angry at you and I walk up and I clock you in the face, well, then like, that's not okay, right? I'm violating your body and that's not okay. So I think about it. Um, I remember when my kids were little, I used to say this, you know, it's okay to get angry. There's nothing wrong with anger unless you do something that's not okay with it. You know, yelling names at someone or hitting someone would be the two big examples. So um, just being with and feeling our anger in a, in a, in a unharmful way. Yeah, nothing wrong with that. I think it's really more about that we're uncomfortable with that emotion and that our culture has defined some emotions as negative. And Mm -hmm. so then we're like, oh, we shouldn't go there. Or if I do feel it, then it's just going to enhance it. Or, um, well, I I don't know. It's not my experience. My experience is, is you know, feel it to heal it. Like I feel it and move it through me. And it's like food, right? I digest my food and then bam, I'm done. Um, that's kind of what it feels like with my emotions. Um, and so in relation to compassion, what you were saying, I think is beautiful is, is bringing compassion to some of those harder emotions that we're a bit more uncomfortable with. And I think of it too, in, in, you know, within, like we're speaking to this within, without experience of compassion. And for me, when I'm going through a hard time and I know I'm going through a hard time around something in my life, I remind myself that it's really important to give myself extra compassion because my little, you know, ego chatter is going to be telling me like, oh, why are you going through this? Or why haven't you figured this out yet? Or why did this happen? Or, you know, there's all these. And so kind of like, it, it's like, it's like if you, you know, you hurt your knee and then you go to physio, physio, you need to do extra exercises, right? To take good care of your knee. Well, I think of that the same like, compassion to me is one of those tools where, um, I don't even know if I like the word tool, but it's one of those, um, it's something I've access to um, practice times 10 when I'm in a hard place or when I know, let's say when I know I'm going to have a conversation with somebody who maybe I have a harder time with, or maybe it's an, if I notice suddenly I'm getting into a topic that's really heated, it's like, okay, I'm going to need to dig deep and, and pull out even more compassion right now. Cause I might have a strong opinion about it too. And it might be the opposite. And I think a lot of people are experiencing that right now. 
Um, and the thing I th also see is before that comes awareness. I have to have awareness, you know, cause there's times I just go into my ego, you know, opinion and do, I'm not even aware of it. I'm just full on reacting. Right. I did this recently with a friend. I just full on reacted, you know, and then later, you know, I caught myself and realized it and, and just said, wow, I, I'm really reacting, you know, and, and apologized that, you know, that she had to hear all that. And, um, and I'm human, so I'm okay. So I can bring compassion to that too. But if I hadn't noticed at all that I was having a reaction, then I wouldn't have probably been able to, to bring compassion to that or to, to kind of own my reaction. Mm. That, yeah. Does that make any sense? How does that land? Oh yeah, no, that's beautiful. And it brings me to a place of the words that are coming to me are ebb and flow. And mm. so I like that you nice. brought it to awareness and because it's so true that it's, it's, I mean, like everything that you and I talk about, I feel, and, and, <laughs> and even with this whole inner work realm, it all starts with awareness and mm. then it moves on to practice and then it becomes a change. And so it's the same thing with, with cultivating compassion. It's being aware of when you go into those reaction moments and then being compassionate with yourself when you become aware that you're in a reaction and then holding yourself through that. And, and why the words ebb and flow came to me was kind of a, per, a personal experience of, of cultivating compassion where I was like, I started, <laughs> it's so funny how the brain works because I started even berating myself for not being compassionate, which is mm. so ironic. Yeah. And so, and so the words ebb and flow is like, be gentle with yourself through everything. And so everything has an ebb and a flow, no matter what's going on. And if we relate this to someone who loves doing a morning routine, let's say, and they are like, I get up and I, I do yoga and I meditate and I drink water and then they miss a day or they sleep in and then they berate themselves for missing that day. It's like, be gent. That's a, that's a moment to cultivate compassion. That's an opportunity to lean into the ebb and flow of life. Like everything. It's like, okay maybe today that actually isn't, isn't serving you on a greater level. Maybe there's something else that your body is wanting or, or your day is presenting for you. That is not that routine. And, and it gives you an opportunity to be gentle with yourself, lean into the ebb and flow, and then listen to what, what is really actually needed for myself in this moment. And I think that's another art of compassion is, really listening to yourself so in that example of of the missing the morning routine it's it could be an opportunity to reassess in a way that's slowing down and listening it's like okay what was needed in that moment maybe I really needed sleep and then be like ah okay yes like I hear that I needed sleep and being okay with that and loving yourself in that and so it's this beautiful I mean, I feel like you can, every moment in life is cultivating compassion. In my opinion, it's really important to tap into just being gentle with the ebb and flow 
And I think that's a really good way that I remember compassion is that everything is an ebb and flow. So yeah, that's, that's where those words came from. Um, and Susan, what's, uh, I guess I was going to say, <laughs> and you could totally be like, eh, I don't want to answer that question if you think of something else, but I was going to ask you, what do you feel like would be some tools for people to practice compassion or to cultivate compassion? Well, I think, uh, yeah, that's a great question. I think that kind of um, some of the pieces that we've been talking about. So awareness is one of them that we touched on. Um, listening is another one. Um, another one that we, we touched on was uh, gentleness, like to really bring in that spirit of gentleness, kindness towards yourself, and then that flows out to others. Um, yeah, I, those are some of the ones that just come from this conversation, what we talked about. Are there any others that come to you that we touched on? Mm, I think really being, being okay with loving loving yourself through it all no matter how hard it is and loving yourself through it doesn't mean you're condoning it if that makes sense mm, yeah yeah so it's I think it, there's some really important pieces that compassion I just I guess what the bottom line for me is, is compassion only enhances connection to yourself and others yeah. And so it's just a beautiful thing to practice. Yeah. That's a mm. great way. That's a great way of saying it, Jess. Mm. Compassion Thanks, enhances connection. And um, that, yeah, maybe we leave it there. What do you think? Is there anything else that's bubbling up for you? No, I feel like that's good. I feel like that was the piece that needed to be bubbled out. <laughs> <laughs> nice. I'm sure there's way more and, and who knows, we might revisit this at some point. Um, but there, there's some pieces there for all of us to think about, remember, chew on and see, you know, just to see what resonates with you. We're, we're always curious what to listen to what resonates with you. Cause that's, what's going to make the difference in, mm. in your life. So there's some pieces to chew on and Jess and I will be back for episode 12 and may we all create more and cultivate more compassionate connections throughout our week. Take care, everybody. Bye, everybody.